0: We'll <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Giants of Backlog podcast. This week, I am your host, Alec Cradle, joined by my three best friends, (laughs) Jay, Paul, and John, as we uh, try to accomplish the impossible task of completing our backlogs. Each and every couple of weeks, we'll pick a game between us, and we'll uh, discuss our interpretations of that game. So this week is my pick with... Batman Arkham City. Now, John did the extra credit assignment of playing Batman Arkham Asylum, yeah. but not the actual assignment of <laughs> Arkham City. Whoops. So we'll, uh, we'll be discussing both games just for the fun of it, because uh, Paul and Jay have both played both at this point. I've played both. So I think we can have a good conversation about the Arkham series as a whole. Excluding Arkham Knight, apparently. That's just how we roll here at the Giants of Black Club. So without further ado, I'd like to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker. And the topic of this week is superheroes in general. What are your thoughts on them? The medium. We got so we've got so many superheroes coming at us from every different direction, right? We got the MCU, we got My Hero Academia, we got comic books, we got all sorts of stuff, video games, One Punch TV, Man. One Punch Man, like, the list goes on and on, right? Like, superheroes are a huge part of our culture as a whole, so how do you guys feel about that? I think it's, re- I think, so, I just started getting into them, or, I just watched all the Marvel movies, I boycotted them forever because I thought they were all money grabs. They are. Um, but, I ran out of things to watch, so I decided to watch all of them which and I didn't mind them as much as I thought I was going to. I think it's crazy how big superheroes are in society mm-hmm. and how and they're like so uh so like central to pop culture because they're for children and adults are watching it and stuff. Like I don't know, it's a weird take, but what I'm saying is like it's just strange to me that like the most popular movies are these cliche cookie cutter grab whatever superhero we can find and throw it in Lord, bullshit ready. movies. Yeah. And people can't see through that and not and they just eat it up. Yeah. Some good acting. Well You and watched Christian them all War. so you, you did the same. Huh? You just watched them all so you i just say man, Your yeah. You're part of the problem. I wasn't for a long time, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I watch them all out of, like, just cultural necessity, right? A certain Which is so like, weird, because superheroes are, like, you know, it's, not, it's like... It's supposed to be books. a nerd, yeah. It's you supposed to be a it's nerd like, thing, right? like yeah. kid thing, and it's like... Now it's, like, it's pop culture. culture.
2: Right. It's strange. Mm-hmm. That's and then, it's too.
1: interesting you mentioned, like, adults are the, like, main demographic now, but if you think about it, like our generation and around there were. were kids when superheroes so that, were awesome. Like That's in the bullshit though, and stuff. because when our, and our parents before. were kids they had comic books. Exactly. So and why so, is it just happening now? Well I think it was like a, in the 70s and 80s when they were comics were out like you were a nerd if you were like reading comics or collecting yeah, yeah, them we, going we, to Comic Con and sometime between then and now it's totally flipped. So yeah. It's mainstream like People watch the movies, more people are into the comics. I don't know if it's flipped though. I think everyone, I think it's just become cool to be a nerd. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. nerd culture is huge now. I mean, we're talking about video games for our podcast, that's just what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where a kid could dress up as Flash for Halloween and nobody would know who that was. Yeah, right. Who? It's a Flash. Um, get beat up with oranges and socks
2: yeah I
1: I Not really I at the beginning of it you know I, I saw like the Iron Man's mm-hmm. like the first Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like the first Captain America and then at like some point I was just like these are garbage you know I'd sit through the whole movie People would laugh around me, and I wouldn't laugh a single time. It's just, like, so low effort Mm -hmm. that they just copy and paste. And I think, like, it's getting worse, too. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the Wonder Woman movie. 1984. Oh, my God. I didn't even see that. That might be the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. The Cheetah Girl. Oh, they just slapped everything on. And Pedro.
2: DC. Yeah. Um.
1: I've, well, yeah, the yeah DC, I but, DC, but with Marvel, like, it's it, Marvel just takes the same formula and does it and does it and does it, and it's got to stop working. And I think we're getting to that point where people are burnt out. Yeah, I think so, too. Metaverse. I feel like oversaturated is the word I would use. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, now they don't want every movie to be connected. They don't want cinematic universes because... It's exhausting. You had to watch, what, 30 movies? It was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to do that? I did want to do it, though. What was nice about it is, like, I prefer movies to TV shows because, like, you know, it's concise. You spend two hours doing it, And then you can spend, you can, like, go a while and you don't have to worry about the next one. Whereas a TV show, it's like a singular movie that's, like, 40 hours long, right? So it's, like, a real big commitment it's like, this was 30 movies I knew I was watching every time me and Chrissy were both on the couch. We are like, all right, what are we watching? All right, let's get the list out. Okay, and we didn't have to think. That's right. what's nice about it. Yeah, and uh, MCU aside, though, I mean, what about superheroes in, in general? Like, do, do they make some of the best storylines? Like, you say the writing's crappy in the MCU, but what about, like, One Punch Man yeah. and My Hero Academia? Like, and just, like, New superhero genres that are coming out, and and even the like age old storylines of injustice, flashpoint paradox, like those those comic storylines. Um. Well, I dug One Punch Man, as most people do who watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess just every story is going to have issues. It's not going to resonate with everybody universally. Things that I like, oh people won't like. And if superheroes is your thing, So oh, More power to you. It's a great a time. I really be. dug the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Yeah. I really dug the Spider Man game. I loved Into the Spider Verse. All of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it was really good. So, what I'm trying to say is, I want more of. That kind of stuff that seems like all the passion went into it. And less of this vanilla, bland, only at face value, cash grab. Oh, here, this character is in this movie for 10 seconds. Click on this YouTube video. You may have missed Dr. Incredible over here. Walk in in the the background (laughs) on this street. (laughs) Dr. Incredible. Yeah. (laughs) I just missed that that guy up. Oh okay it well, wasn't it's, it's not, not a Pixar it's related alter ego or anything. But well yeah, uh, there's good and bad. I yeah and that segues things. into the, the next like little snippet of that as you mentioned the Spider-Man game our games usually done well within the superhero genre no. and I think it took a long time for there to be even like a remotely good game a lot of those were, I, like I feel games like... two Spider-Man game. That was okay. I feel like a lot of the licensed superhero games for the longest time were the cash grabs, right? exactly that. Yeah, and yep, exactly. But now they're starting to put more energy and effort and passion, like you said, into making a game with superhero ties. I put a couple so. hundred hours into... DC Universe Online yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I liked that game. Really? Uh, I I've played it. it. I, I never played it. Wasn't there like a Spider-Man type in game? Um, there was Super Speed Flight, and then, yeah, I think one was like you can run up walls. But the thing was, like the other two had like you were really fast, and the, other, and the one you and one of the types you weren't. So it's like, why would you pick that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, in games, even recently with uh, Marvel's Avengers game, right? Yeah, that seemed more like a cash grab than a passion project, right? And maybe it's just a product of being too corporate or having too many hands in the jar. But when it becomes watered down and has less vision and less inspiration, it's like. Why even put it out? Why even waste your time consuming that media? Mm-hmm. But if you're really passionate about it, like I spent a lot of time in Gears four and five, and I didn't really like the story, the characters. But I did it because I'm invested, right? Mm-hmm. If you grew up reading all these comics, you're probably hyped for the next Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. And the last one. That was, makes sense. Last well. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. It just depends, and nostalgia plays a big factor, like it does in anything. Anything, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you like the character, like you said, or the universe, like, you're gonna be invested in it. It's just like how every Digimon thing is shit, but you guys love it. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> exactly. That's an absolute fact. <laughs> Great. Was it allegory? Perhaps. Good word. Thanks. I think the problem is. When companies think about like the, uh, the business side of it, it's a lot easier to sell a new game that's from an existing IP. And superheroes, there, it was this big, like fleshed-out world and universe. Nobody had to do the laid the groundwork. They could just take something that was already there and make a game around it. And I think it tastes better with focus groups. And it's easier to market when we can say, oh, look at these popular characters that people already love. We're going to make a game of them. And I think that's how we get to this point where you get so many sequels within a franchise and you bring um, licensed projects like Marvel games or DC games. It's it's a lot harder, I think, to make an original IP like One Punch Man or My Hero Academia where you're making new characters and you have to think about, oh, are people going to like this character? As opposed to saying, like, Spider-Man, a character people already love. It's just so much easier to sell the idea of yeah. Spider-Man than the new original property. Yeah, absolutely. And you're taking a gamble every time to put
2: something new and
1: creative out there. So, um, segueing into the Arkham series, we'll start off with our hot takes. JD? Um I have a hot take written down. Can you come back to Sure. John. No, I always forget about this. I think I moved your nose. Pass. Oh, they yeah, spilled so the beer out. My, my hot is drying up there. I hate. I did not. Shouldn't say hate. I did not like the voice actor for Batman, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he's like from a bunch of stuff that's already. Yeah, yeah I just I thought he came across flat a lot of times and like at mm-hmm. the, the game. I'll talk a little bit more specifically, but. Overall, I, I thought you didn't really deliver interesting hot takes, no rebuttals. My hot take was Asylum is ten times better than Arkham um, City. What year was this Game of the Year, or nominated for Game of the Year, or whatever? Because, yeah. um, like, we played the... Like, I had the Game of the Year edition on Steam, so does that mean... It was Game of the Year, or...? No, they'll come out with it, Whether okay, it wasn't, nice. Yeah, that just means it has all the DLC and stuff that came out after. So, you can just slap Game of the Year on whatever you want? Yeah, you... Well, it's not like a real title. Warner Bros. could make their own Game of the Year award yeah. and give it to their game, and now oh, it's Game of the Year. Nice. As uh, 2011, though. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I said 2020, but it's 2011. Um, That's when Skyrim came out. So this is when like Asylum was 20, 2009. This is City he's looking at. I'm looking at City. Oh, I I only played Asylum? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's Asylum one being there. 2009 sounds right for Asylum. Well, if not, then nothing I see makes any sense. But... I just, I don't under... Ah, 2009, I guess I could see that. 2009. To award the best game. No, nah, it feels like a 2009 game. Yep, I mean, I don't know if that's a hot take, seeing how it came out in 2009, but I mean, that's all I got. Okay,
2: that's good. This game that
1: came out in 2009 feels like a game that came out in 2009. What <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> hot take! <laughs> no rebuttal. My hot take is that all the games in this franchise are very similar to each other, and the changes that are made are pretty minute that it doesn't doesn't make it a different game or, or impact
2: it that much. Oh, hold up, I got one.
1: The open world area in this game made it a worse game, and it feels like just one of those throw-in open world for the sake of it. Yeah, it was like Shit. semi-open, even. Uh, well, in the areas like the areas where it was open world, is just like walk here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just finished this area, go walk to this other area, and I don't understand why it was a part of the game. At well, all. that was about the island, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Island. Yeah, I'm only talking about Arcanus yeah, Arcanus the, island. Yeah, the the island was was the island. Like that was to give this this famous Batman island of. A visual area, right? So, yeah, a lot of the non-objective based areas. I, I, I will get into it. I just think the game would have played a lot better if it was just fully linear. Open world was small. It was small. Mm-hmm. The only thing to do with it was walk between the areas where yeah, you do we'll, stuff. We'll get night, battery. Battery tower. Yep, yeah. Yeah. we'll get into the map. Backtracking. Exactly. So, backtracking. Yeah. so yeah, Arkham, we'll start off with Arkham Asylum, then we'll talk about Arkham City. Um, I want to talk about the story and characters, just generically, because I feel like I don't enjoy when we just describe the story of the game, so if you guys have not played the game, there's going to be spoilers, I don't think I said that initially, but... Um, we'll have some spoilers, but we won't go through the whole story. Uh, the generic plot, though, right, is that the Joker set up this elaborate scheme to take over Arkham Asylum, and Batman's trying to stop him. That's pretty much it, right? And there's a there's a lot to do with the Titan formula, which is what gives Bane his superpowers, right? And Basically the Joker trying to create an army of super soldiers. Um, so that that's all I really want to talk about, just as that, but what are your guys' thoughts on the story in general, and the characters, more importantly? So here we can talk a little bit about your uh, opinion on Batman's voice acting, Liberty and Paul, and who wants to start with that? Mark Hamill played Joker. Yes, right? absolutely. And it it's one of my favorite versions of Joker. I think so. I think these games. Um, so yeah, the interesting thing about Batman and the Joker is they are the same voice actors as the Batman, the animated series, which ran in the early two thousands and late nineties. So that's that's kinda those are the, the Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are those characters in a lot of people's eyes for uh, for Batman fans. So,
2: yeah, um,
1: I liked I liked the story in Asylum a lot. Um, I liked how they included what's his name Gator Killer Crack. Killer Crack. I'm a big superhero guy. Gator.
2: Um, <laughs> that should be a Gator. Gator.
1: Shout out to Burr Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Scarecrow. Yes. Scarecrow sections were cool and innovative, and they broke up the gameplay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I thought. And the final fight against uh, Royed Up Joker was cool. For me, it's hard to like make look, make uh, real dis- determinations on the characters because, like you said, these are all characters that previously exist. You know, mm-hmm. our uh, how we feel about these characters already exists. So, like how like the game isn't going to really change that. I don't think, right? Well, I mean, it would, right? Because you can compare all the Batmans, right? I guess. You can but say I don't know Christian Bale, Batmans. Robert Pattinson. Sure. But like for, someone Batman, like, me, Conroy, like for someone like me who is just like, Batman is Batman, it's Batman. So I'm not going to be like, well, this Batman is better than this Batman. I don't know. Who is Batman for you? Batman's Batman, some invincible guy who shouldn't be invincible who walks around in a black suit. Christian Bale is Batman for me from the Nolan trilogy. Oh, you meant what person? Yeah, who's your favorite Batman, I guess, was his question. Adam West is good, too, I think, as
2: well. But that's
1: a completely different character, so that's exactly the whole argument. Ben Affleck (laughs) is the best Batman (laughs) of all time. I I can't wait for them to bring him back over Robert Pattinson every day of the week. Actually, I think Robert Pattinson... You see how chiseled his jaw was? That's why I can't uh, get over him. That's not what Robert Pattinson looks like. He's got this square ass, thick jaw. It's like, is that CGI then? You see his jaw? It could be. It's so wide. Yeah. I just can't believe it. Anyway. That's Batman. Batman. He did his like, screen test. we like, we really like how you read the scene, but we need you to chisel your jaw for this. Can yeah. you do that in mm-hmm. six months? Chew a lot of gum. Yeah. Not stop. Need okay. your, <laughs> we need your face to get about three inches wider. <laughs> Hang a weight from your jaw every day for like six months. Right. Um,
2: what was that, What was I talking about? I was about characters.
1: Yeah, you didn't really have an opinion one way or the other. Um, not based on this, right? Yeah, not because based on the like I already know all the all the characters who are coming in, so they are just who they are mm-hmm. for me anyway. Um, well, I do. What, what's your exposure to? Batman. Then, if you said you don't know all the Batman, what's your favorite Batman? Literally, my exposure to Batman is—I've been alive for 27 years, and I've heard of, okay. of people. So I are not say like what movies you've seen. Batman. I d- couldn't tell you. I've seen like four Batman movies, and I couldn't name them. Okay. What about the show? You watch the show? No. cartoon No. Not the Justice League. Um, I think I've seen a couple episodes of Justice League. I didn't like it. Did Reading any comics or no? Okay. Well, that's a good, good perspective. Yeah, taking the temperature of the room. So I'm a superhero guy, big superhero guy. Yeah. Watched all the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, I watched all the Marvel movies. Yep. Yeah, don't know the Batman's. Well, you Batman. see, like I did all the Marvels. Maybe I'll get to all the DCs, but. We'll give him a list of everything Batman's in now for him to watch. Well, I'm not going to go back in time. You just did for Marvel! Well, the first Marvel movie was like 2011. That's like recent movies. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go back to like watching a 1980s Batman movie. Fuck that. 1960s. Yeah, fuck (laughs) that. Black and white. Just kidding. I joke. (laughs) (laughs) What did you make of the story, though? I thought the story was alright. It felt like a generic superhero story. Yeah, I would echo that. I yeah. have in my own pretty average yeah. Batman story, um, the, the way it starts out. Batman taking Joker to the Arkham Asylum, Joker's being Joker. I think Mark Hamill and does a great job. He uh, He's up there for me. I, I don't know if I'd have to, it'd be tough for me to rank him number one or... Butter's yeah. Joker, my right. Yeah. Well, no, Jared Leto is probably the best Joker of all time, oh, along <laughs> with Batman. Is Batman? They need to make more Ben Affleck Jared Leto movies together. Um. <laughs> what do you guys think of Gordon? I liked I when
2: weak.
1: I liked when Batman said,
2: "Where's Gordon?"
1: and Harley Quinn said. Wouldn't you like to know? And then Gordon said, I'm over here. And
2: they look <laughs> around the corner and there he is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, my gripe was, uh, what is the guy who
2: voiced Batman's, Batman's name?
1: Kevin Conroy. So I thought he was just super monotone the entire time, no matter what was happening. He sounded the same. Um, there's a scene in the game where Batman is, I think that's hallucinating, kind of the point, right? Well, he's stoic. I don't know, man. He's hallucinating after the Riddler hit him with the fear gas or whatever. And he sees his dead parents, and that's super traumatic for him. It's got to be. And he's just, like, shows no emotion in the voice. He's just the same monotone. And that really pulled me out of it because I was like, wow, I just I can't believe he's just nothing. Right. Dead parents reference in a Batman. And then, like, talking about the Nolan trilogy. Rare. Where is he? Where is he? Like, where's Rachel? Yeah, like I don't know. Like, that was kind of my—that's kind of my expectation for like a Batman voice actor bringing bat to the to the game. I guess. Well, if, if Christian Bale is your Batman, I'm sure you would want that. But yeah. For me, I wish Christian Bale would have reeled back his Batman voice by like eleven, but. Whoever was the director? The director Nolan? Nolan was like, Yeah, that's perfect. Just talk like that. Don't change a thing. Where are the drugs going? <laughs> Where are the bombs? <laughs> Where are they? The skills I learned in the mountains. Yeah, I right. am vengeance. <laughs> yeah, am vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the draw to Batman for me is that. <laughs> the ridiculous voice I, I do kind of want that too <laughs> it it's a love-hate relationship. because yeah. Hamill does it for Joker like, that's how Joker sounds yeah so I, I yeah I don't know I just wanted a little more yeah because like Heath Ledger definitely pulled from yeah from Hamill's character because he's got like the same kind of same too. yeah Yeah. I mean it fits at times like his yeah. still kind of voice but I like, the scene I described where he's hallucinating and he sees Martha and, uh, God, what's his dad's name?
2: Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Wayne
1: man. and Batgirl. Just... Uh, or what is her name? Barbara. Barbara. It's just the same voice. Barbara. Barbara. Did you hear me? What was happening? I like when... Steve I was deadpan right there. I like when he sees, uh, Commissioner Gordon die. It's like, is it is Barbara? dead. Is Barbara, who's her, his daughter? Barbara Gordon. Barbara. Like, Barbara, Barbara, I have something to tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Barbara, I have something to tell you. Jim's dead. Yeah, I can see. I can see that for the drama. <laughs> Who calls the daughter? Like, you see someone die, it's like, I better call his, his daughter.
2: First thing.
1: i being a good friend. The mission done first, and then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like this the story in general was was very uh, typical, but it definitely served the purpose of pushing the the game. Yeah, like we're gonna create this game area. Okay, now what's the story of why we're here? That type of thing. I feel like that's what they did when. Developing the game as a whole. So I feel like the story is very driven by the game rather than the game driven by the story. If that makes sense. I you can see that. And that's that's my only really opinion on that. Uh, characters are pretty solid. Uh, you know, Gator does a great job. <laughs> and yeah, we talked about the rest of them. I, Bane was in it for like. A minute, if <laughs> you guys remember. James in Asylum? Yeah. yeah. You fight old. him. Oh, yeah, that's like the first. Yeah, so like after, you, so there's a ton of Titans. Again, kind of getting into combat and gameplay as a segue. So the next topic is combat and gameplay. And it feels like you had the grunts and they took the same like four grunts. Like one was white. One was black. One was. <laughs> they just like copy pasted all the grunts, and then they had titans of the same variety. Yeah. And so you fought just a lot of the same enemies. But uh, the combat was fun, but yeah, the the big titan was Bane, right? And we'll talk about bosses yeah, later. General... But combat in general. I have a note on enemy variety. I have yeah. regular inmate, knife inmate. Gun Inmate, uh, Shock yeah. Inmate, and Titan inmates. Yeah. Could have used uh, a little bit more variety. Well, and the Gun Inmates were just guns, right? Really. Like, they picked up a gun on the last or Yeah. Had a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are talking about combat, right? Yes, now we're talking about combat. I really like and the enemies. combat in Asylum way better than the combat in the city. And it might be just because I already did all the combat in asylum and the city was just more of that Mm -hmm. with more gadgets and needless things right yeah i mean so like i don't know about you guys but i played probably 90 percent of the time in x-ray mode same yeah so it was like there was no reason to change back to normal vision but i hated it right but i needed
2: x-ray vision
1: so I'd just stay in x-ray vision. I'd just be fighting a lot of skeletons, right? And in the first game, it was really fun. And chaining combos. And I think in Asylum, there's much less of the, here's 18 guys with guns. If you're seen, you die, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. In City, that was most of the fights. Is You couldn't actually use the combat. You had to stealth everything. There was no... Because you get killed instantly. Yeah, when you're like- So that's why I thought there was more like beat em up sections in Asylum, and I enjoyed it more because I got to actually use the combat, count- counter things like I got the hang of it, and felt like I was the Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's a good compliment.
2: <laughs> yeah, just that's going into amazing. a group and beating yeah.
1: everybody up and not taking a single hit. And- yeah. That's what you want from a superhero game. You want to feel the power fantasy of you. being a normal guy with gadgets and skills that he learned in the mountains. Yeah. If someone's throwing a punch at you like this, <laughs> you can break their arm. <laughs> Hold that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think that so yeah, like you mentioned, really there's two fundamentals of of the game, right? The stealth predator is what they call a predator combat. And then the the action combat. Originally I was watching a something about this game. Originally they wanted it to be a rhythm, rhythm-based game, rhythm-based combat. And you can kind of see the roots yeah. of that in in the feel like of critical hits. Once you yes. get those unlocked, it's you like, the time okay, time, time your hits and you're hopping between enemies and, and whatever. So, I can definitely see the roots of that like rhythm style combat system. Yeah, that was cool. Um, the combos were really satisfying to chain together. Mm-hmm. And it was strategic from the standpoint of okay, I have enough for an execute. Where's the shock enemy I'm going to execute? Yes. It, I don't have to deal with him. And then I'm just going to be able to keep building my combo streak. And then there was a perk. Maybe this was in City, but there was a perk you could get where if your combo streak was above, I think 20, you just did way more damage until you got hit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or until you city.
1: used one of your like activatable executions. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. in City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more in City, right? I think in Asylum, the optional ones were the instant takedown, like you said, then the bat swarm to stun a lot of enemies. Yeah. Um, Were those the only two in Asylum? There was a throw. Oh, yeah, the the throw. Yep. Asylum just felt more
2: restrained. Yes. Maybe
1: it was a limitation of technology Mm -hmm. or development time. But it seems like they just let loose on City. And for me, I didn't enjoy that so much, but I didn't really dive into all those systems and all the unlockables. Yeah. I just, how can I get this done? First try, so I can get past this combat section. So, but in Asylum, I was really into that, you know, getting the unlocks and figuring it out, unlocking a new thing and using it in combat. The the paragraphs on the unlocks were too long. I didn't (laughs) didn't even read them. Well, they were too long. You don't like to read. No, so I just took health every time. Oh, that so, was the last thing I did. Yeah. It's just it was too long. Like, who wants to read a hundred words to figure out? And you have like eight options, a hundred words each. Like, oh, which one's the best? Like, I'm just taking off. For me, I have the exact opposite view of you guys. I thought the combat was so boring in this game. I, it felt like Yakuza, but at least after you beat up a group of thugs in Yakuza, you get that dopamine hit of ching Here's how much money you just earned. But in this, it's just... Okay, mash X and press Y when it tells you to. Yeah. Like, nothing complicated about it. Nothing that takes any skill. Just mash X. And until they're all dead. The stealth parts, I would say, while... Made while they took strat- some strategy... Were even less fun because as soon as you get sight, it's, you as soon as you get seen, you're dead. Uh, if there's enough guys around you, sometimes you can swoop out of there. Yeah, but I just didn't like the combat. I didn't think it was fun, even in the boss fights. The boss fights were different. Okay, but I'm talking about like just throughout the game, walking the game through grounds. Good segue yeah. to the boss fights. And talk about the combat. All right, so we had the Titans. Right, those were like the first bosses that were introduced. Yeah. You guys take some of the Titans. You had to beat up a bunch of them. Like I, the ones did. that run at you? I yeah, like you can... The mechanic, when you get them down, you can jump on their back, and then they'd just be mauling through inmates. That was cool. And mm-hmm. then the other thing I wanted to talk about was like, the animations during combat in this game were really well done. I think probably Cutting Edge in 2009 when this came out. Yeah. Um, and it, it just like that was fun to just kinda of watch yourself just whooping some ass, being on the back of a Titan and just
2: swinging. Yeah.
1: It was fun to fight other titans that way too. I like when they threw multiple Exactly, yeah. You would just beat up the one Titan with the other Titan <laughs> and then hop on the next Titan and Stop beat hitting it up. yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was the same character model. Yeah. Stop yeah. hitting yourself. And then the Bane fights the same thing. Yeah. The Bane's just another Titan. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I kind of wanted to segue into, is that was the, the big bad of the Titan, but it was literally like, the same exact fight, but with more minions.
2: Yeah.
1: It was, like, an easier fight than the two Titans before. Yeah. And then he's gone. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's hit with the Batmobile and gone. Um, Scarecrow, uh, I think that's critically acclaimed as... One of the best like bosses in this game because it was you know so unique too that it changes the gameplay up to this s- stealth two D platformer almost two point five D platformer. Even when you first encounter Scarecrow, when you walk into that morgue and you are going through the doors and things are changing and you're not getting out and uh, what is it? You open up the curtain or oh, you pull open the sheet and it's you, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get into the skipper-scarecrow fight. It's like, that room was creepy. I didn't know what to do when I was in there. I was like hiding in a corner. I'm like, I'm waiting for him to pop out. Because I didn't know, you know, what the fight was going to be like or what exactly he did yet. I didn't realize we were going to go into like a hallucin- hallucinative yeah. state. So like, I was just waiting in there for like five minutes. So I'm like, maybe I leave? And then I left and then it was... <laughs> Put into the fight, but yeah, Scarecrow's a cool one. Yeah, all three of them, right? They have three phases broken up throughout the entire game. It just. I wasn't expecting it, especially the 2009 game. You know, playing it in 2022. Uh, I wasn't expecting to switch it up that much. And. I was pleasantly surprised, and, you know, the game and the developers definitely get points for for taking something. You, you think you're in control, you think you're powerful. I got the combat system down, and then they just... It's like, <laughs> here's a different kind of game for you. I think after maybe the, second one, maybe the second one, maybe it was the third one. After you beat them, you come out, and... It, they like make it obvious to you, like there's a bunch of bodies all over, like, oh shit, I was hallucinating, thinking this was all in my head, but really, I was fighting people this whole time too. and here are all of them laying on the ground. so yeah. that's pretty cool. I think that was the second one. I thought that was cool too. Yeah, and it was a little different each time, right. Um so the other. Boss fight was the, was Gator, Killer Cry. Yeah. Jay, you want to share your opinions on this one? I liked the boss fight. I didn't like being in the sewers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very long. And you couldn't always tell where there was a fence, right? So sometimes I'd try to go down a hallway with the grappling thing and hit a fence. Maybe that was just my eyes not working. But. Uh, yeah, Killer Croc, it was fun. Uh, he pops up from underneath the platforms, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, and you gotta hit him with the
1: battering to shock his collar. Yeah, again, you know, it was cool that it wasn't the same. Like, going from typical Grunt to Titan... There's not a whole lot different you have to do, but going from that to Scarecrow to Killer Croc, you have to be utilizing all the tools in Batman's utility belt, and that's uh, what I think shines about this Batman game, is you showcase Batman's versatility. Mm Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on the killer craft? I wish that they would have done a boss fight uh, like they did with Joker. Not exactly the same thing, but had an arena where you, you get to use the environment somewhat and you get to just whoop some ass instead sort of just stun them with a. Yeah.
2: And then,
1: like, I get they were going for like a suspenseful kind of Yeah, that's was. And that's cool. I'm not. You just stupid. wished it would have. I would have. Like to have had that, and then like a boss, we actually get to throw some punches at. Yeah, right. Not nah, to just drop him into the ground. Bat gel, bat gel, that Let me talk about that real quick.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm Batman. I've got this explosive foam. So when I go to spray it on something, what do I do? <laughs> Giant <laughs> bat. <Batman. laughs> trying drawing so some and he's
2: just gonna explode it anyway. <laughs> so extra
1: over the top, I love it. <laughs> Who's the Batman? I'm <laughs> the
2: Batman.
1: takes <laughs> 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 like an bad extra bad. ten seconds. You can just do like a circle, he's like, no, I'm there's pe- there's guys about to find me, and you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> he's, there's a little <laughs> ear <you're laughs> there and <laughs> a wing. That's a bat. I'm a bat. <laughs> Your worst later. No. I grew this before I exploded and killed them. <laughs> Nobody's gonna see it. But guess what? Batman sees it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the little thing. That's like any- you had
1: explosive gel and you're like Draw my name every time before <laughs> I blow it up. Rocksteady's like, how will they know they're playing a
2: Batman game if it's not a bat? Probably doesn't get
1: The next um, next boss is Poison Ivy. This one utilizes the the explosive gel. I don't think he has time to draw a bat though. I don't know. If we're close enough to tell,
2: we are. This was
1: the one where you have to fight minions. Plant minions. Plant minions. That she had taken over, and then. Yeah, it's like a 2.5D kind of arena, right? I I liked it again. I gotta dodge her little. Yeah. I liked it again because it mixed up the combat. Kind of like what you guys were saying about the scarecrow fights. Okay, can we talk about the plants in the open world, though? Those sucked. Oh yeah, those are terrible. Yeah. I, I could did. never get the like dodge timing yeah. or like I always took damage Yes. you could shoot the balls with the battering
2: Yeah, you could do
1: that. What I almost what? never yeah. used the batarang. But I didn't know is that you could destroy them if you walked up yeah, to them. Yeah, you can walk up to them. That's always I what I, I ran straight at him and yeah. always took damage and then killed them. But Yeah, because you know, I took damage from them so many times yeah. and then uh, I figured out, and then I walked close to one once. I'm like, "What? Destroy pl- destroy planes? Yeah. It's Like, okay." For so like eighty percent of the game. I was just running past them, taking damage every time, and then I had to backtrack to you. Oh, on a plane. <laughs> 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 I didn't
2: know
1: that you could <laughs> destroy. <laughs> that's the, that's the best thing about the poison ivy fight is that you don't have to freaking deal with them after that. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I consistently used the battery for was Joker teeth. Yeah. That was addicting. Whenever I heard, I heard him, where are hmm. they? Yeah. Where are they? And then snap, snap, snap. Yeah. That was satisfying. A little dopamine hit every yes. time. The little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Poison Ivy fight I felt was probably a little bit of the weaker ones. I mean, I liked it. It was I a liked gimmick. It, too. I it wasn't like as innovative as right. the circle fight, but it was different. Yeah, it, it broke up the pacing of the game. That was very repetitive combat. <laughs> um. So then the final boss is the Titan Joker. Any closing thoughts on that? I think it, it did well as a final boss. Calling mm-hmm. back from, to stuff from the very beginning of the game and then it has, you know, the the cutscene that we were looking for, right? Like, I didn't leave the game, you know, feel like well that ended kind of sucked. I it ended and it was satisfying. I was
2: satisfied. Good Batman game. I turned it off. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was I thought it was cool to like actually fight Joker because in a lot of the movies and other media you never you never really see Batman fight Joker. Like if he catches Joker he just punches him once and he's down. So I thought that was unique, something that you don't see a lot in other media, other like, movies. I'm thinking of mainly Batman actually fighting Joker, like the first. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense, right? Because yeah. Joker can't fight; Joker's yeah. just a brain. Yeah, but when he's injected with Titan, then he actually can fight. Yeah, you're putting up a lot of a lot of damage to him. It's three phases, as is the holy number of video games. And yeah, it's just pulling him with the back on and then he's getting his nails stuck, and you just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I thought it was satisfying for a final boss fight. I liked it. And yeah, it, it made me feel, you know, like a good, good Batman ending. You know, Joker's broken teeth being wheeled back into the asylum, and Batman walks off into the. The Break of Dawn, having saved the day. And he goes, wait, I forgot to find 300 Riddler trophies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Collectibles. Let's talk about that next. Did you guys get them all? Here's my question. Was there really, like, a riddle to solve with every single Riddler trophy? No. Did you find the location? There were, so there were different types of Riddler trophies. So, or er, Riddle. They were broken up into the Joker teeth that counted as a riddle. The riddles themselves that, like, came up in the areas where you had to, like, take a snapshot picture mm. of something. Right, right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking, like, every time you picked up a question mark, you had no, no. to find a new thing. No, and then it's just the trophies which give you access to... No, that's the second game. but But, yeah, you would just collect the trophies missing any others I think those are the main. So. Like, three for the first game at least yeah I didn't get a lot of these I uh, did a couple and then I decided they were skippable and uh, what's like the draw other than achievements was there any
2: well from so, what I hear is there's a
1: lot of story stuff locked behind it and some of the best parts of the game I that's in the city or reading oh that city that city so and there's and, like extra boss fights in the city for it. yeah there's a whole lot of extra the City takes it to the next level. We'll talk about it, uh, but yeah, the Riddler, Riddler stuff in this game—you just you're able to trace his number and you tell Gordon oh. to go get him, and he gets okay. arrested. Yeah, so that's like the end of it. Um, yeah, to to your point, it is very skippable, but I still found myself collecting every single one of them. Did you do them all? I did them all. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, and. To be fair, once you picked up the map for each yeah. of the areas, they were just floating dots, so I just ran over to the area. I was like, Where is it? I like how he taunted you when you like used the map. He's like, Oh, you needed
2: help. Uh huh. Yep. That's kind classic. Of a character for him.
1: Yep. Classic. Um, and then, yeah, I guess Typically I get all the collectibles in games, but for this one, I just maybe someday I will. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's just it's going to be a big time sink. This there's one there. isn't as big of a time sink as city. City obnoxious. I didn't Maybe do it I, for city so the yeah, second time. Want to get there. I want to too, but yeah, that is a time sink because there's so so many. It's ridiculous. Um, I think there's like over 500 or something. Scant woman only one. So you gotta play the entire map is Batman. It's like the entire once map. You have to Captain do like a go. specific combo, right? Blow you know, like people up with explosive gel. Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot uh, in city, but as for like this one, a lot of them are hidden around explosively. They're very simple, which is why I been, was able to do them. And then the final topic we'll talk about is the environment and the overall world of. The uh, Asylum. Asylum Island. So John, that was a little bit of a hot take section if you want to start. Um. My biggest complaints in this game come with... I don't know if it was just me, but it felt like the game intentionally getting you lost. Um, the only like map was in the menu. You didn't have a mini-map. And that annoyed the hell out of me. Even in the, some of the linear sections, it's like... Platforming or uh just sections where it's asking you to tell like which way, uh figure out where you have to go, and I hate that. Yeah. It's like just tell me where I have to go. I don't want to spend ten minutes like looking around. Like that annoyed the hell out of me. Like, oh my. And they did that in City with the radar at the top and a waypoint. Yeah. That you could set. Which, w- which is a massive improvement for me. Yeah. My, that helped exactly that they probably thought about that after the fact, right? Yeah, and my number one complaint is what did I call them? Uh back entrance missions. God do I hate back entrance missions. Hey, here's the building. Front door's locked. Find the find the entrance. Yep. It's like fuck you. I don't wanna find the entrance. Like and then I'm, like, searching for 15 minutes. Where's the entrance? Can't find it. Can't find it. Getting on the roof. Go looking around the sides. And then the one that I could not find is, like, the vent right above the front door. You thought uh, you used detective vision. I did. I just was looking right past it, I oh. guess. Because I think what happened was the first time they did that, because that was, like, the second or third instance of it. First time they did that, it was, like, a something you had to blow up on the roof. So I, I started by looking on the roof. And then I started looking at like the ground level. Yeah, and it was and just like it was like hey, in the use middle. a bad claw <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. So it's like it just annoyed me. It's like so much time wasted where just let me go in the front door. Like yeah. I don't wanna freaking look for this. But that comes with I mean, I guess where you were starting was like the open world aspect. Just so much time it felt like I was wasting just walking around searching for shit, backtracking on Steps I've already taken. Hey, this mission's in this building. Walk over that building with nothing to do in between. Hey, this next mission's in this building. Walk over that building. Open my minimap every 20 seconds with nothing to do between. Like, it was just... Riddler stuff. I could do Riddler stuff, I guess, on the way. But, like, I just felt like a waste of time. Just, yeah. yeah. That's something that really irks me in games, when they don't respect your time and uh, I agree. I felt it more in City than I did in Asylum, really, where I'd go to the waypoint, and I couldn't figure out how to get where I was going. Oh, it was underground, and I have to go back to this entrance over here that I missed to get underground to go to the waypoint, but in, in Asylum, too, I mean... There was a lot of times where I would just die randomly walking around the island because there's some sniper in a tower that takes me out, when I'm just trying to get to the next objective. And then I go, and then I kill them, and then I come back out, and he's back in the tower. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Well, because you didn't kill him. That's right. Batman doesn't oh. kill. Oh! Uh, yeah. Take back everything I just said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't Uh, disagree
1: with any of your complaints, but I did like how the open world changed based on what you did in the game. So at the start, there's all these Arkham guards around the island, mm -hmm. and you don't really have any threats. But then, as the game goes on, the inmates escape, and they take out the guards, and now you have inmates all over.
2: Yeah. The okay. black in prison
1: grunts. Yeah, and then they have the guns, so now That's a threat in the environment. And then after you let Poison Ivy out, now there's plants everywhere. So I, I didn't And the them. lunatics after yeah, that, yeah. like, when released. And stuff. Those were freaking annoying. Yes, they were annoying. And I would just, like, hear the... Aah! Like... A, which is he? you. I mean, he <like>, comes <laughs> up behind you and like, you gotta shake him off just and just him, off yeah, and slam him on the ground and then punch his face.
2: Cool animations.
1: Yeah, exactly. you made me feel like yeah. Batman. <laughs> so, I mean, if I had to backtrack through the world, at least there was new stuff there to see.
2: Yeah, and it was in line with what
1: was going on in the game. It changed over time based on your story progress. Yeah, and you could, like, grapple the fun place. Like, I like the grapple mechanic to get on the ledges and take out the sniper and stuff. Like, yeah. I thought that was fun to grapple and glide at least a little bit. Because you don't do that too too much in, in the buildings, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're kind of showing off that. And then, um, yeah, I feel like it was just an overall island to separate these buildings that were essentially the game. Like, the like, this is one level. This is another level. This is a so there's five levels,
2: Walk right? Between them. Yeah. One thing. Well, I maybe think.
1: you shouldn't have walked. You could hold <laughs> to run. Know. And you can grapple. There's other options. Yeah, drive. but then you gotta you go between fly. west and east, and you're on the south side, and then you go
2: through this through Oh, the this, door is locked door. Through this time, okay.
1: so You gotta go through that door. One thing I did like that I wanted to bring up was the art of markers I don't know what they're actually called. You would find them on a wall if you looked at them. Oh, the spirits of Amadeus Arkham. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. So uh, a little bit of background on Batman. is His mom is a descendant of the Arkham family. Yes, And you kind of learn about uh,
2: the history of the
1: Arkham family and all this bad shit that has happened to them. And it's kind of like, oh, well, the Arkham family is cursed. And it kind of is, oh, so Batman's kind of cursed in a way, too. I just thought that was cool. I never really... Did,
2: did you not finish them?
1: I didn't do all of them. Uh, do you want to know what, what happens? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it tells it's telling the whole story of, you know, how Arkham started the asylum, and then it segues into, it's not actually Arkham leaving behind these messages, it's the warden Quincy Sharp, um, and so then the final one, is Quincy Sharp leaves a message for Batman saying like this is why I did what I did. That's cool. Yeah, I would have looked it up eventually I just hadn't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like the learning a little bit more about Batman's family history. Yeah, this was in Asylum. Yes. Yeah. Those were the little spider symbols. They had to scan. I never did any I um, some of them. found a single one. They they showed you one like. And early on in the game, you walk past it, maybe you just didn't scan it. I There's know. a little spider yeah. on a stone tablet. I did up to the one where you talked about his uh, uh, wife and kid dying. Yep. And then I don't think I found it anymore after that. There are also the tape recordings, yeah. I like those collectibles. Mm-hmm. I'm just because a fan those, those. Were, those. were fun, if you actually listened to them. Yeah. I thought they were cool stories for each of the, the people in those the areas. areas right? No, you could let them play, oh, okay. but uh, if you walked your away, they, they didn't hear anymore. No,
2: because as know. long as you didn't like the area. So it was.
1: Oh, I like how I really loved how Bioshock Two did that. So I'm always a fan of games like do audio yeah. logs instead of making you just read something
2: and stop.
1: Yeah, and it was like Harley Quinn's backstory and the Joker, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, talking about whatever the Joker talks about, Killer cry. Gators story. So yeah, I think those were fun too. Um but yeah, let's let's get into the meat and potatoes of Arkham City and got, we'll feel free to compare them as we go through it. I got one uh miscellaneous thing before we move on. Okay. There's an achievement at the end of the game when you're going to the party if you beat up all of the inmates on your way in, <laughs> yep. called yeah, called party Yeah, I just chuckled. I thought that was clever. Yeah, yeah. But it's That's a fun weird. one. Did you guys get that? Yes, mm-hmm. it took a couple tries, honestly.
2: I didn't do it. I didn't want to it. It was my party. Yeah, they were
1: they were clapping and they were really
2: eating. yeah. That's funny
1: because I just started hitting them as soon as I got there and. I got the achievement. I'm like, but wouldn't everyone do this? No. no. You didn't have like, to. He I... said, uh, if you if you didn't attack the guy at the bouncer at the door, you would be like, yes. Batman, you're the guest of honor. It's like, you're the only name on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you would walk in, and all the guys are in their hats, like, clapping. <laughs> and then you would just walk to the end of the room and open the door. I stopped. I debated. I was like, shit, you're not going to attack me? Should I fight him? And I was like, I'm Pizza mass. Mm-hmm. That seems like the Batman thing to do. Yeah. I thought that was Ooh. Vengeance. <laughs> vengeance. Oh yeah. Vengeance. No one throws a party for
0: me.
2: I am the
1: pooper of this part. <laughs> Alright. Arkham City. Story. Overall, um, do you want me to give the synopsis first? I just want to do a quick note on the style of Arkham City. I talked about it all a little bit, but it's hilarious to me how Poison Ivy, Catwoman, they're like super hyper-sexualized. Yes. Like ginormous butts. And boobies. And boobies and hardly wearing any clothes. Or skin tight clothes. And Batman is a walking truck rectangle. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> just...
2: Is that not hypersexual? Yeah, I mean Dude. if you're if you're Dude. in the shapes, <laughs> I'm in the fringes. He's <laughs>
1: like the block in Unblock Me or something. He's just a walking square. And I just thought that was funny how it's just completely, like, hyper-exaggerated um, females. And then Batman, they're like, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they ultra-sexualized Catwoman and Like, one of her finishing moves was to kiss the guy and then knock him out, like. Yeah, so and then I just, the way she crawl. Yeah, that's stealthy. <laughs> yeah. <It's> stealthy <laughs> to crawl on the floors on the ceiling. But that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. I like it. I like that hot table. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it appeals to the average comic book reader, but mm-hmm. the majority male,
2: right? Mm-hmm. So Know yeah. their audience I guess
1: yeah and it's 2011 yeah. two, two, years
2: mm-hmm. two years in yeah, the future two years
1: yeah two years in the future so I think they did a lot of advancement in those years for sure but um, story overall is a continuation of asylum so that's kind of why they they go hand in hand is that, uh overall, Hugo Strange is a doctor from the asylum, and he started a uh, a prison section of the city where they send all their prisoners to live and gate it all off. And it's all some master plot to destroy crime, I guess. Yeah, like that. That's the whole point: is they're gonna bomb the crap out of this section of the what city. What was that order eleven or something? Yeah.
2: Protocol 10.
1: Protocol 10. Yeah. The game Protocol starts. 10. Protocol 10 will begin in 10 hours. Yes, and Bruce Wayne is a political activist against the city, and so he gets thrown in the city, and there's a bunch of political prisoners in there too. So a lot of innocent people are potentially dying in this bomb strike. So that's the overall uh, plot, but within the subplot, there's a bunch of villains of the Batman universe all gathered in one place. So they're having little turf wars and the Joker and Penguin and Mr. Freeze and everyone's involved. And uh, the Joker is really sick from Titan. And so he uh, injects Batman with the same illness. And, uh, And so now there's the subplot in addition to trying to stop Protocol Ten from destroying everyone. You got to find a cure to, for this disease before it kills Batman and and the Joker. So those are the main two plots. And uh yeah, to do that, he's got to meet up with Raz al Ghul. Yeah, rage, rage, Ra's. Ra's, Ra's. Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, and I thought there was another bad guy too. Oh, there's there's Bane's there. yeah. Bane's just a side mission, you don't even fight him. Yeah, you do, if you do, you do. You finish his side mission. You don't fight him, just trap him. Though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's not even a fight, it's dumb. I forgot how it ended. Yeah. He just runs past you into a... Yeah, exactly. Position. It's lame as so. hell. Yeah. Um... But yeah, well... I thought back. it was kind of cute how each each one's goons had different uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, I like the All Joker two- face were dressed up as clouds, uh, 2 oh, faced yeah. guys yeah. were wearing half one. Yeah, that was Catwoman. Half another clothes. <laughs> um, yeah, and you have a whole Catwoman side story, right? Where he plays Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. her shit's getting stolen and she's gotta get it back from 2 Face. And uh Yeah. Uh one comment about that um the story section with Catwoman where you have a choice to make of whether or not to go back and save Batman or walk out of the city. I'm curious on what you guys did. I walked out of the city because I was thinking, what would Catwoman do? That's what I was thinking, too. she'd just leave. So yeah. I just left and then credits rolled. I was like, oh, I beat the game. Got the bad ending. Yeah, it was the bad ending. It was, yeah. So I went back in and. Save batman. which so, what was the the bad ending that the whole world had destroyed or whatever yeah, yeah they, they just blew up the area right
2: yeah and yeah. batman's
1: dead batman so they kind of takes, takes leaks off into the whole city yeah, yeah. all gotten ends up being destroyed yeah. um i
2: uh i
1: went back for batman because she loves him she loves money and Whatever she stole, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, the Catwoman side plot was okay. It was it was fun playing Catwoman, different switching it up. I don't know. Every time I played as Catwoman, I was like, I just wanna be Batman.
2: <laughs> I like playing
1: as Catwoman. I like I thought her combat was faster. Yes. And I, I enjoyed that. And then yeah, I mean, some of her animations like were a little over the top for sure. But I told them were cool. Yeah, they took forever though. Like when I go to execute somebody, I always get Ooh, hit yeah, cause before the end just, of it. Yeah, they were just doing. The ones were quicker, I thought. They yeah. were, because again, like you said, they were over the top. Like they were trying to make him sleek and sexy. And that was the only thing that was annoying. Was oh, I want to execute this guy, but it'll take half an hour. They're like traversing the city. Oh, having yeah. to jump up walls. Yeah, here, uh, I hate that. I, never I just want to be Batman. And grab yes, I hated that. Yeah. I hated the jumping on walls, yeah. Like, yes, I understand it's realistic, but also just freaking... It's bacon. not realistic at all. She's got a whip that can extend to 400 feet. Yeah, yeah. just pull yourself with the whip. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like She hits the wall instead of the top, so you got to go... to <laughs> Uh, any any other thoughts on characters that stood out to you or move on to
2: Penguin. combat
1: changes? I did like Penguin in this game. I like Penguin. Do you know who voices him? Who? Nolan North. Drake from Uncharted. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Wow. wow. I know. It's very impressive. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Two Phase 2... There just wasn't a whole lot of toothpaste. No, toothpaste was no. the first, like, five minutes, right? Yeah, and so it wasn't really a threat or anything. Robin shows up for, like, two seconds, and Batman says, Go home. <laughs> I can handle this. I As he's dying, home. yeah. Yeah. And Robin's like, I can help. And like, no.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go die. <laughs> I'm gonna go die. <laughs> They changed
1: the voice actor for Harley Quinn in this one too, like, Yeah. And you know, it's uh I I and I like this voice actor better than uh Asylum. Yeah. Yeah, I think overall I had a good cast of voice actors and characters and it was a little good exposure. I think a step up from Asylum. If we're rank- if we're ranking the stories right now, comparing who wins Stories and characters. Asylum or city. You say Asylum? I say City. You say City? I say City as well. John says Asylum by default. Jury is Um Combat differences. Combat was more of the same. I mean, I think it threw... They threw a couple of additional, like... There was the all-grounds takedown that I used a bunch that was nice. And then there was, like... Quick commands with the
2: electric shock and the explosive gel and the back claw, which I think there was a quick command on the bat claw.
1: Was the bat swarm in both? Yes, bat swarm was in both. Um, the uh, triple cape and the uh, combat, the shield style, those were cool additions. A lot more enemy variety in this one, right? Yeah, definitely more very mixed up groups. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you talked about the levels. You didn't like all the stealth when you just go into a big room and there'd be a bunch of enemies. And um, what I found myself doing was crawling around the whole room and putting a bunch of explosive gel everywhere (laughs) while I was in stealth and then just detonating all of it, especially once I had that perk that let me just put a bunch down at once. (laughs) So I would get like. Usually four or five guys by doing that and then I'd take out the rest, so that was Mm -hmm. kinda fun. But it did definitely get repetitive. They pigeonhole you into doing stealth and they're like, Oh, now we have these explosive invisible mines we can put down. So even when you're stealthing around, oops, I stepped on a mine.
2: I did damage. Everybody
1: knows where I am. Yeah.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they added a bunch of stuff, well, a
1: jammer too, that you had to take out the jammer guy in order to actually use detective vision again. Yeah. and every time I was just fighting a room full of skeletons, you know, because I just stayed in the vision. And, uh, I don't know, was it in the first one where you could throw the stuff they threw at you back at them? No, that was new. Yeah, that so was that cool. was kind of cool. Somebody's yep. about to throw a crate at and you. The and the beat-em-ups were it. cool too, right? Oh, the mashing! Yeah, I like that. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. It was a good combo. When
2: you get a group
1: yeah. with guys with guns, guys with shields, guys with Tads, zappers, guys with zappers, yeah. it just becomes too much and it's not fun. And then when you take knock somebody down, somebody else can pick up the gun. So yes, yes, yeah. like anything. anything can't get rid of the threat. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, I backfought it, disarmed a bunch of times was what I did to deal with that. But yeah, I mean... Too much of a good thing, right? Like, I I liked Asylum better overall for combat because it was more simple, if I'm being honest. So the other thing I didn't like about the story in the open world, I don't know if it was actually timed, or if he would just say this after you beat certain parts. as certain parts. So I was fucking flying through it, only mainlining, not doing all that extra stuff in the city. Because every time I did something, i broke all done in two hours. i like, oh, fuck, I got go. <laughs> <laughs> to go. And to also the other so side. you're dying. <laughs> i try trying to get to the other side of the city as fast as possible. Because, okay, one time I got burned. And now I'm always freaking out in games. When I play Dead Rising... <clears throat> And I ignored the countdown clock. Like, oh, the nuke's going to drop.
2: I was like, like,
1: yeah, whatever. I'm having fun shooting dildos at zombies. So (laughs) 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 driving a a tractor through big hordes of zombies, I'm not going to rush through this game. And then the nuke dropped, and I had to start over. And I was like, wait, the game can actually... Reset you so now whenever there's any kind of countdown in the game I freak
2: out. I gotta go. What was the countdown on Dead Rising? I don't like. I don't <laughs> know it a
1: certain number of hours. There's just always a clock ticking in the top corner. Nuclear countdown. It doesn't matter. I didn't think a game over me. <laughs> it's wild. <That> is. <laughs> Which is a typical Protocol ten. It's a typical thing in every Dead Rising game or most of them at least. Um, but I jumped in at four or whatever
2: it was at. And
1: yeah, so with that guy constantly talking, I, it just, it seemed counterproductive to me, to the story because, or to the open world aspect, because yeah. why would I spend time dicking around with Riddler trophies if I only have protocol 10 happening in two hours? I gotta, I gotta move. Made, yeah. objective, made objective, made objective, Main objective, and that meant that every enemy in the open world just served to slow me down. I, I zip right past them where they shoot me as I'm flying over them, and it just wasn't fun to me. I was just... Yeah. Let me get to my destination. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll talk a little more that. Uh combat overall, though. What's what you thoughts, Paul City or Asylum? Um, I would rate them about like I, I wouldn't rate one above the other. They're the good in both games. It Was extremely samey. Yeah, the City maybe they added a little bit of stuff, but overall they, they felt about the same to me. Okay. And you prefer Asylum? I prefer Asylum. Yeah, just a I think. So the bosses in this game, uh, more. Titany henchmen, but this time you have the beat him up and the cape stun. So that makes them a little more, you know easier to take out the the beefy enemies than the first game where you had to battering time it. Um that was Mr. Hammer, Penguins Titan, Mr Sickle, and then uh Solomon Grundy. Yeah, that was Play. Mm-hmm. having kind of to hit the breakers the shotgun. Yep. Yeah. Explosive gallon. I mean, wow, you had to do that like what? At least three times, yeah. right? Well it's- of course it's the whole number of video games, it's always
2: three. True. Um
1: Yeah. Did you like Solomon Grundy born on a Monday? <laughs> yeah. Christian on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Married on a Wednesday. Buried on Wednesday. Married on Wednesday. Married on a Wednesday. Married on a Wednesday. Married on a Wednesday? Married on a Wednesday. Sick on a Thursday. Worse on a Friday. died on a Saturday. Uh, buried on a Sunday. That's it. Okay. What? It's a nursery rhyme. Rhyme. Uh, And then Ra's because Batman's trying to Cure his, so. to himself and the Joker, so he's getting the enzyme that's in the Fountain of Youth, Lazarus Pit rather, which apparently they moved to Arkham City conveniently.
2: Yeah. Can I ask you a good question?
1: Sure. After you do all the Riddler stuff, does Robin come back? Robin has a DLC, I think, but I don't think he's in the Rhythm. I thought it was batshit crazy that, pun intended, (laughs) (laughs) that Robin shows up for two seconds, says, hey, can I help you? And Batman says, go home. (laughs) And that's it. Why you (laughs) put him in the game? I think (laughs) he is DLC. Cameo. It's just like, I haven't seen Robin in decades. And Robin shows up, I'm like, fuck yeah, we get to play as Robin. I like, like, go home. I don't need your help. Like, okay.
2: Bye.
1: Uh, one thing I did do was I did those augmented reality reality uh, platforming challenges or flying challenges, whatever you want to call them. And when you do enough of those, you get an upgraded zipline. blind So then you can really fly. Yes, see. That, was, that was needed. That made traversal a lot more enjoyable. Yes, I should have done that, but I was on the deadline. <laughs> protocol 10. Yeah, so that's probably why you were getting shot a bunch, whereas Paul and I were just sipping and fly gliding. A mile into the sky and yep. just gliding. I had to do the thing where you go like this game <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to the other <laughs> side <laughs> of the city. <laughs> <laughs> just snipers <laughs> taking pop shots at me. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> I got places to be. I got a penguin to, to beat up. I think you did that as Catwoman. Yeah, so Robin's in mm-hmm. the DLC, to answer your question, it's in the Harley Quinn's Revenge DLC. Um, so that's why they introduced him in the game, because they knew they were going to do dlc I guess. Makes yeah. sense. They mm-hmm. always Um, so the Rachel Wolf fight, we'll go into that, You guys' thoughts on that? Um. This was the one where you the had first to do, the you, well, the navigation to the fight where you had to do your gliding yeah. dives. That's <laughs> where you learned to do that. Yeah, they like tried to do the same thing where oh, we're going to mix up the boss fight by adding this in, but it didn't have the same effect because you did the plat- like the flying platforming and then it was just a regular fight. we are going to be back in the room, so it didn't have the, the same change kind of pace that the, Plags we talked about in the silent that mm-hmm. I thought this this is the one where he had the sand people. Yes, there. so he had you can't say sand people. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> where like they show up multiple. Events. Yes, of him, and it's also the one where he's <laughs> he's a giant sand person, hey. and you have to shoot it with the electrical <laughs> gun. In the <laughs> openings. That's that one. Uh, it, it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows Batman's conviction. Yeah, He's like <laughs> yeah, begging, not- he's, like he's like, kill me. Kill me. And Batman's like,
2: no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, Batman, You don't kill him, Get it.
1: No, he doesn't. That's that's the rule. Yeah, and then uh what's her name? Talia? Talia, oh, also hypersection. Yes. Yeah. But they have a kid together. Well yeah, she's got the hots for a rectangle. Who doesn't? <laughs> I love fridges. <laughs> um so the next boss fight I have on here is Mr. Freeze. I thought this one was pretty cool. This is the stealth fight. Yeah, I liked it too because it forced you to use different tactics mm. because you adapt. Every time, yeah. So I had a hard time figuring out what to do for the last thing. Right. And I don't, I don't remember what order I did them in, but I, I spent a little bit of time on this. So I just because I'm like, what's left that I haven't done? Yeah. And then I, I don't know. It makes you, you think outside the box or and like, So you could either do a window takedown, behind the back takedown, uh, cla- uh, the shocking thing yeah, was the three, and I don't know if it was three or four, but it, was four. it might have been four. There was one you could do from under the vent, right? Yeah. Oh, and yes. then you could electrocute him in the water, yeah. under the vent. Then you just like jump down on top of them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, top takedown. So there were like a good variety of options I felt like. but. Yeah, it might have been four or even five, but yeah, it was tough to he would follow your heat trail and then occasionally he would send out the sensors which immediately told him where your location was, so then you have to start all over leading him into a, another trap. So Yeah, it was it was a nice change. Mm hmm. I, I think you it... do it twice, you kinda yeah. know what to do. Yep. And then, uh, oh, Batman did this thing that I hate, where like, yeah, you figure out, okay, I've got to do different things. But then Batman doesn't shut up about saying, like, I've got to change up my tactics, or the same thing won't work twice. He just keeps saying that the whole fucking time. It's <laughs> like so I didn't get it. I don't know. I don't remember that. Well, I spent, but, like I said, I spent a good amount of time trying to figure out what I need to do. in yeah. the last one. I knew I had to mix it up. I gotcha. You were more. just trying to hide from him for until you could. Just looking around the environment to see if there was anything unmasked. Yeah. I just wanna talk about the last uh mm-hmm. boss fight, just to sum it all up, the clayface boss fight. You wanna know talk about Mr Mr. Penguin with Mr. Freeze's gun? Yeah, sure. Well I I just wanna bring it up because he was invisible for me. I had a bug. There was a floating Mister Freeze gun in the middle of that room. That's awesome. And so you had to take him out. And he's like, I have to take out Penguin. I'm like, Where the fuck is Penguin? <laughs> 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 I can hear Penguin, and there's this gun shooting at me. Penguin's got Mister Freeze's gun. I'm like, okay. How is he shooting it though? <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> and then like me. <laughs> and so uh, I finally made it up to the floating gun. I punched it, and then I think it goes right into a cutscene. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and so I punched nothing, and then boom, cutscene. Penguin shows up. <laughs> <laughs> really funny bug. That is awesome. <laughs> I liked Penguin Museum. I did go around and press all the buttons to hear what he said about like each person. Oh, really? Like, yeah, he talks yeah. about like all the villains. like he's going to capture everybody and put them on display. Yeah, in the museum. And then I do like how you put him on display at the end. Of yeah, the that was a really good touch yeah. yeah, I agree. I liked it. I liked the museum. Museum might have been the best building. It was irritating going back to the Gotham PD apartment yes. oh, like yeah. three times. Especially after the front door was locked. Yeah, and then you had to slide oh, under. You, yeah. you have this large ish open world, and it was kind of disappointing to me when all interiors and exteriors were the same like browns and blues, dark, drab, yeah. all run down. There's like nothing visually distinct, really. Right. Uh, and also I want to say that the battering controls like ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was hard when you had to do the, those were the, the worst. Remote control stuck the mm. longest on those parts. Just yeah. having to do the battering, send it back, go through the thing. Yep. All in okay. slow because and you're I, trying to do it for I a session. I did it a hundred times and then uh, Batman's like, I, sh- I should electrify my battering when I hit the fuse. And I didn't know that, so I kept hitting it, but since I didn't press the right button to make it go electric battery in, nothing happened.
2: What the Well fuck you had, had to
1: run was? it through the electric like, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. I was yeah. just you kept had to hitting find the Not only the button, you had to find the electricity like halfway across the room and then reverse through it. Yeah. Yeah, they controlled that. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I, agree I tried and so. like I don't think there's an option to invert. So, Anything it hurt. kept going the way opposite way I wanted it to, I by inverted the flying games. Because you're a joysticker. I'm not even. Yeah, the last, last fight, I just want to talk about the last fight with uh, Clayface. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I thought it was a cool fight. You got to freeze him, and then... Cut him up basically. Um, yeah, it was a long fight. It was a long fight. Kept going. Uh, but yeah, I, I beat it first try. It wasn't especially difficult. No. It yeah,
2: was I, a bit. I might have died
1: one or two times, but I think it. it was especially hard. Was just long. It didn't yeah. know how much health he had. Yeah. It was neat though. Did you do any of the side bosses? Well, you didn't because uh, you had a to show to call 10 to stop stop i, mean, well, I finished Gaines' quest and I did um mad hatter yeah I did and the mad Hatter. those were the ones i did there was the Hush ones um oh the, that I didn't finish them but I did originally finish them and then there was the dead shot ones where you had to use the bullet trajectory to Trace where he shot from. I don't think I did that one. I wanted to do the um, Zaza one, but I did Oh, yeah, the phones. Yeah, did you do that one? I finished those ones, yeah. Okay. Every time I heard a phone, I, I was like, I gotta run to the phone. Protocol 10's coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> I answered the phone. and Yeah, I did the <laughs> same thing. They were like, you need to go do this thing now. I'm like, fuck um, that. I'm going go across the whole city. Yeah, I was like,
2: I got ProGal 10 to stop. <laughs> I
1: can't go around and dick around with phones. I only got nine hours left. And then the timer. timer's a victim every time you don't do the phone. Yeah, but then the timer runs out and it goes, ha-ha, Batman, you lost. And then it, like, resets you to your last, like, checkpoint. It's like, oh. what the fuck? This was a side mission. Why is this doing this? I only played two hours, but I tried doing one of those once, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. That's so funny. Yeah, that that basically sums up my city my experience. is just yeah. it's the trope with open worlds, right? You're the dragonborn, and yet you're spending thirty hours doing alchemy, mashing up butterfly wings. It's wow. fun. Yeah, but in a game like that, there's no like if you don't do this right now, you lose. You lose, right? Mm. Yeah. So it was a stressful game for me because I was going so fast every time I died. Plus, Fuck pretty protocol 10 still ticking. Like I didn't know. I guess I should have looked it up. Yeah, it's like the Senna was curse. Yeah, I never looked that up. I didn't know until you told
2: us. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I had the same anxiety that you had in the game like, <laughs> shit, I just died three times, how many how many tries do I get before <laughs> I have to start all over? The, uh, were I any of those optional boss fights cool? like the Mad Hatter one, like, it was nothing special, it was cool. Man. It was interesting, so like, like, that was out trippy, out, yeah. Batman, and then you got, like, the costume you could wear, too, with the, all it was was Batman's eyes glow and his ears were crooked and, like, chewed up. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't remember the hush, right? uh, but... The Deadshot fight is just stealth to get to him and then take him out underneath. I did that one and then I also did the uh, I also did the the Zaz fight and that one was just like platforming across without being detected pretty much like kind of like Scarecrow but with like more like Jumping and. Uh, you had to use the electric battering at some point, I too. Okay.
2: But yeah, that was about it. None
1: of them were too, too, like,
2: crazy. But. I don't remember
1: the. Gosh, probably, I think it's just. I think it's just a cutscene. It didn't feel like was, like you were really missing anything by doing, um, based on Bane and uh, Matt Hatter. You like wake up in a room after the mad hatter and there's a bunch of bodies around you. Those are like just doings and then he's there. And then you call I think Barbara or Alfred and you're like I took down the mad hatter. He was not a threat anymore. That's it. Got gotcha. him. And yeah, that was that was a for the optional boss fights as well. Um So, Riddler collectibles we discussed at length, like, I didn't do them all, but... I only got three rooms done. The rooms were cool, though. It was cool, yeah. Like, I want to go back and eventually do those, or maybe I'll, I don't know how to do it. I might just look up, like, the the rooms. Yeah. But they were cool. I just... I did, I failed, like, four times on the guessing game one, because I didn't use Detective Vision.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to actually. Get yeah,
1: it. like I'm watching. I'm like, I swear it was that one. I saw it. You can just turn on the detective vision and it just like shows which one it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Well, and it actually shows like the guy going down yeah. and then like over and then out. But yeah, it, it took me like three times that I tried to do it legitimately. Stupid me, should have cheated. But, uh, but yeah. I think uh, I want to go back and do the Riddlers as well. I did them originally on PS3 like, back when this first came out. And yeah, I remember like there's a Catwoman-Riddler final boss fight. Catwoman-Riddler-Batman all three. You switch between the two. Pretty cool fight. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't like that it's locked behind hundreds of collectibles. Yeah. Credits rolled and then after credits there's a Small Catwoman cutscene where sh- her stuff is stolen by mm-hmm. Two Face again. Yep. Yeah. And then there's like another room full of guys with guns. And I ju- just jumped straight to Two Face and knocked him out right away. And that ended the fight. So I was like, yes, I'm about to fight all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, they keep respawning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so you're supposed to only focus on Two Face anyway. Good. Um, And then, so I unlocked the, you can switch between Batman and Catwoman, And I started going around doing the Riddler stuff. Oh my God. (laughs) There's so much everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's Riddler trophies. And like, I'm doing the electricity magnet one, taking the ball over. And they're creative. I, but I was, And then I was looking at the huge list. And there's like six lists of yeah. 50 each Riddler trophies. And some of them are, you need to do this in combat, that in combat. No way. I'm never yeah. doing this. I did it back in the day. I remember doing yeah, them. You have dedication, man. Yeah. I never got the platinum for this game, though. Uh, even back in the day, because on top t- on top of all the content in in the game, oh, the there's, there's the challenges, the, oh, yeah. the combat challenges. We didn't even talk about those for for Asylum or City, and I don't, frankly, really want to. I did, really I did them all for Asylum back in the day. They're freaking hard. They're like you have to get your timing right and do a certain amount of variation, and then not get hit at all like they're hard so yeah i never got them for for city because in addition to everything i did for asylum you then had to do five times as many things for city because there were that much many more combo variations right so it's like now you gotta do a double freeze and a shock and an explosive jet like it just gets obnoxious. notches. Yeah. So never did those. So collectibles for this game are ridiculous. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I did the gimme trophies and I was enough to open three rooms. Yeah. I I think I had did two or three rooms for yeah, just the ones that I got naturally throughout the process. Um so, any uh, any feelings about this map open world? I Like that it was open, you were outside a lot more, and I liked grappling around. kind of. I feel like they filled it a lot more too, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like, like there were a bunch of buildings, but other than killing, like not killing, fighting beings on the roofs, like. You didn't go on as many like as many as maybe you do in, like, Spider-Man. Right. Like, like I think Spider-Man overall feels better to go around the city, but I enjoy, yeah. like, zipping high into the air and gliding. Gargoyle statues outside. I get it. Why the fuck <laughs> are there gargoyle statues in the, like, normal room? Got gothic. gothic Video game st- uh, logic, I guess. Yeah. City's called. It's Gotham. exactly what it is. And like I said, I was always in detective vision. So it was really annoying to me flying around the city and the all the goons would be like,
2: Oh two faces guys are over there like just constantly.
1: Yeah. Or a political prisoner or like Yeah. So it was just that was a little bit much, but probably could have been fixed if I just turned off detective vision. <laughs> the voice acting for the grunts definitely was annoying. Yeah, they recycled the same yeah, dialogue so after a while. It was loud. Wow, each faction only has one guy who talks. He's everywhere. Uh, it seemed like they reused a couple areas a couple times. Yep. Copy pasted a lot. Yeah. Which is, they wanted to make a big open world in two years. I get it.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: and. There's some Shadow Colossus DNA I felt in this game with climbing those the tower uh, at the end to fight Doctor Strange, you know, you mm-hmm. have to climb out on the edge and then grapple up and then shimmy across over and yeah. pull yourself up. It was basically like the final boss in Shadow Colossus.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. then spectrum a little bit. I like
1: that. I like that allegory. <laughs> 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 <Sure enough. laughs> mm-hmm. um that's that's all i got for those i think uh we ready for scores I think so. I all think right so. let's start with asylum let's start with with uj asylum i really liked um it was exactly what i
2: wanted a batman game
1: not too long concise for the most part linear just going through you get a decent batman story and you get to feel like the batman drawing your batman graffiti explosive gel all over the place (laughs) uh i i like mark hamill a lot and it was fun so arkham asylum
2: i give an eight
1: Yeah, I don't know you fall. Arkham Asylum, it was an okay game. Um, story, I think it was pretty average for a Batman story, which is probably good by video game standards. Um, I don't know, nothing in the game really shined to me. The combat was fun, it was pretty simple. Um, especially when thinking about games like Spider-Man where it's just, there's just so many more combos and there's air combat, you know, web combat. This was just like, like John kind of said, just mashing X to build your combo meter and then you can execute guys. Um, I liked it. I thought the length was good. I liked how the environment changed based on what was happening in the game and Joker is a strong villain. Overall, I scored a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Uh For me, Silem's a fine game. Uh, fine, usually, for me, would rank somewhere between a 6 and 7. But with this, there was not enough that I found fun and too much that pissed me off. So
2: I give it a 5 out of 10. Okay.
1: And uh I'm more on on Jay's side where, you know, the reason I picked this game was because we had just watched that uh subway fight scene with Robert Pattinson's Batman and like him just walking and clacking and I'm like, This makes this makes me want to play the Arkham games in general and just be like the Batman. I think it does a great job of making you feel like the Batman. Um, I like the size. I think it's a great size, uh, despite having to run between the areas. I mean, it's smaller than City, for sure, but maybe it takes a little bit longer because they don't have the grapple boost, but also you get the grapple boost.
2: (laughs) We'll talk about but, uh, but
1: yeah, it's a smaller game, and I, I appreciate that, a smaller story. So I'm also giving it an 8 out of 10. Um, Arkham City Raids will go in the well. same order. So, Arkham City, I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I looked up that protocol 10 doesn't mean game over. Uh, and also, it's not actually timed. Because you know me, you know my type of gaming. I like to take a knee do collectibles, do side missions. And I missed out on that stuff in this game. And I think that's some of the stronger stuff, right? Mm -hmm. In the game. So just purely mainlining it, which isn't my typical style. I didn't enjoy it too much. I was stressed. I was trying to get through combat encounters as quickly as possible. And doing that led to mistakes. So I'd die and I'd be frustrated I have to do it all again. Um, It didn't really add anything having that countdown with him going. Like, why does he have to say ten hours, nine hours? What does that add? And it just seemed like they had a great little nugget in Arkham Asylum, and they blew it up and were like, "Let's make it open world," because that was the craze in twenty eleven. Yeah, every game had to be open world. Still crazy. Let's add a million collectibles because that was the craze in. 2011 and it's still crazy. Uh, so, to me, by blowing it up so much, it watered down what was what I thought was so great about the first game. It still had great bosses, you know, some really memorable Batman moments, mm-hmm. and so I, I still enjoyed it and I would recommend it. But to me, it's a it's a seven out. Of Paul? Huh. Uh, my feelings on City. So they had a good core game with Asylum, and I feel like they were able to uh, improve on that design, uh, especially with the traversal around the world. Like the, the gravel boost, being able to fly around as Batman and a city environment compared to the island of Arkham. I enjoyed that a lot more. Um, The combat was still fun, I don't know if it was
2: improved
1: a ton from the last game to this game, but still enjoyable, that beat-em-up style. Mm, I I like the story a little bit better with this one. You fell for the old dead joker trick again. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a twist. The old dead joker trick. Um, but I enjoyed it. it. It felt more like a modern game to me, I guess. Because, like John said, every game's over the world now, and every game has a ton of collectibles. So, I enjoyed it a little bit more than uh, Asylum. I'd give it a 8 out of 10. John, not having played it. Incomplete. Incomplete. TBD. TBD. We'll edit in your score later. Mm hmm. Does our conversation make you want to play it? No. (laughs) It makes it seem like there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. Um, Yeah, my score for it, I... I, I'm torn between saying it's better or worse than Arkham Asylum, uh, simply because it has its pros and cons, right? With there's some things I really like about Arkham Asylum for the size, but there's so much more to do and so many more like fun characters and and Batman moments in the City because it's a larger game. Uh, main story I feel was like a little bit. Neither of them were great stories, frankly, but I think they were still pretty solid. And uh, overall for City, I think the improvements they made for me were mostly on the performance side. I felt a lot better in City at times than in Asylum. Like, sometimes in Asylum, particularly in, like, Stealth, I would, like, go to do the takedown, but I would be, like, just outside or whatever, and you just, like, do the counter-motion and like, what the hell are you doing? Or like, I'm trying to climb a bar and like, you know what I'm saying,
2: like yeah, he just, like,
1: yeah, he just dives down instead of drops down like, there are things like that that were irritating to me and maybe they fixed them a little bit in City, but they also had a little things that were irritating to me in City too. Penguin being invisible. Like Penguin being invisible probably <laughs> was the great one. Um, <laughs> Still in the game 10 years later. Yeah, I I want to say it's a better game than Asylum overall because I think that's what critically it is. But I'm going to say that it's exactly the same for me, at least, and give it an 8 out of Can s- we talk real quick? we never mentioned it. Death, uh, scenes, the death, death screen, Did they come taunt you? Yeah, sure what you guys think about those? I thought they were clever and funny, I mean... Yeah, they were until I kept seeing the same yeah. one over and over. Yeah. <laughs> it depended on the section, right? It, yeah. it it depended on where you were in the game. I think it was on like, which enemy
2: killed you, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So like if one of Penguin's goons killed you, Penguin would show up and kill oh,
2: shit!
1: I'm Penguin. Yeah. That was a good impression. It <laughs> didn't do anything for me. I was just like mashing X, like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Skip, skip, Yeah, I oh, like some of the Jokers. Well, weren't there some where, like, oh, you can't die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, Batman. Did you uh, listen to Joker's voicemail messages? Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. hilarious. Those are good. <laughs> Those were hilarious. A direct line? <laughs> Why didn't we set this up sooner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there like little funny moments that I appreciated in both games for sure. Yeah, I was happy that Joker was still so heavily featured
2: in this yes. one.
1: I was kinda worried like oh they're gonna because I don't think any of the other Batman villains are as cool. So it's like, oh I hope I was thinking like, oh it's gonna be a different Batman villain and I don't know if I'm gonna be as into that, but he's I was happy to see him show up. Yeah, I liked it too. To, uh, we did talk about Joker dying. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't that know. is true. Yeah, the end of
2: the end of the game. Joker
1: dies. I yeah, I kind of like what I said earlier uh, about how they really show like Batman doesn't kill. The scene at the end where he's like, "I would have saved you too." It the irony. Never. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good ending, too. Yeah. I think so, too. That's I mean, the end of the era, right? That was the whole point of it, it was, you know, they were done, but then they made Night, so. Yeah. Um, main big band, I don't remember. Gator. 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 Oh, it was a new villain. It was the Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. Which yeah, so spoiler name. for Arkham Knight? Wait, not really. I could say more, but I won't say, more. You don't say anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna play that someday. Yep. It's on my backlog. Yes, he is. He the main bad guy is the Arkham Knight. <laughs> um. Okay. So that's that's all I have this was the Giants of Backlog podcast. Thank you for watching, and we'll be back in two weeks with a whole new game. And the next pick is Jay. Correct. Right. Well, I've been playing the game a lot recently. Uh, I played it when it came out, then I took a long break, and now uh, I've been spending a lot of time on it. It's a fighting game. 3D, uh, medieval the game I'm picking is for honor the campaign because I never played through it. Mm. So uh if you guys want to do this multiplayer too, that'd be cool as so, well. Uh,
2: yep, that's my Nice.
1: Cool. Alright, well once again we are the Giants of Backlog. Uh, please if you like this episode, share and subscribe and all that jazz. We appreciate every little bit of support that you and the community give us. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks with For Honor. Thanks.